You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up, like a sex machine. Sports Radio 92.9thegame.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com.com
Now, I have to decide, I told you this before, that I'm no longer doing Shout Out Lost Mountain when it has anything to do with McEachin. Okay. Because I ain't heard from them. I'm, I'm sure they're wonderful well, you people. Go, that, you hear from them this morning. I, well, me. now, I'm, how long have I been doing that? <laughs> Eight years? Okay. Seven years? Yeah. Nothing. Not a peep. And that's fine. We wasn't looking for a dinner or nothing like that. Just, you know, something. So I also had heard during that time, why are you doing it just to them? How come not Hillgrove? You know, they out here in this area. Yeah. And, and and Marietta High School, not necessarily Lost Mountain, but still in that area. So any time of those three schools got something going on, is, is shout out West Cobb. And it just takes care of all of them. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm just, that? you know, I'm mean, all inclusive now. Instead of just doing one. It ain't like I went to McEachin, right? They're yeah, just the closest they're, they're, one to they're, they're, they're where I'm at. They're, they're, yeah, they are. So is Hillgrove. I bought Pine Straw because of Hillgrove. One they had they had a little fundraiser for one of the one of the teams. Right, I forgot what it was, and actually I think it was the women's volleyball team, girls volleyball team. Okay, and they had a deal with West Cobb. I forgot. I don't want to say sanitation, but anyway, they okay. do that, and they also do uh, they deliver your pine straw, and they had got a special deal, okay. and I got some pine straw through that deal through Hillgrove. So okay. why not? That's, so I want to include them in there. So shout nice. out all y'all. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, and it though. So anyway, um, Franklin Stevens is going to join us. We'll obviously talk about his program, but more importantly, we're going to talk about Corky Kell with him. He's going to join us coming up top of the hour at seven o'clock, and Russell Baxter is going to join us. Yeah. yeah, all things NFL. Well, especially with this being Hall of Fame Day, and he old, he loves to go inside the numbers. I'm sure he has some special thoughts about uh, about those um, those Hall of Fame inductees today, but also um, just about the start of the preseason. And so um, and getting closer and closer to the season starting. Atlanta United's taking on Seattle. We're going to have Joe Patrick join us later on in the show. He's going to wear a couple hats. I mean, we could talk Braves with him, but he'll probably give us update on what's going on at Falcons camp, although we'll be also talking about that. And then, uh, like I said, Atlanta United and Seattle. But we have a special guest on. And Sam and I, uh, and I think he started this after I had made a comment. When we first started working, I told you about this dude and what he did for me. When I first moved here, and he gave me he gave me just a that feeling of Chicago, because when I moved here, there was nobody playing the blues yeah. except for one dude, and he was at Clark, it's at Clark Atlanta, right? Yep. yep. And that's where oh. the radio station was. Okay. And and I told you about him, and I reached out to him once. And I haven't talked to him since. I mean, I think Clinton was president last time I talked to him. Wow. Yeah, it's been a minute. Well, we're going to talk to him this morning. We're going to talk to him this because, morning. Because, well, like you said, he's keeping that music out there, and he has received an award for it. And then we're going to, you know, we're going to, he's there now with the people who he's celebrating. He to stay there a few more days in Tunica, lovely Tunica, Mississippi. Tunica, gonna, Mississippi. I ain't never been there before. You been I've, there? Oh, yeah, I've been there. What's in Tunica? Where should I go when I go to Tunica? You're talking about Peachtree Corners and places to go to. Where in Tunica? Oh, you you got you And there's some casinos, right? Yeah, casinos. Okay. Yeah, casinos. That's all I need. Yeah, you, you're right there on the right there on the river. And uh you know, throw a rock to Memphis. You know, why would I want to do that? Well then just go on over. <laughs> just walk on get on the other side of the bridge and go on over, uh, up there. Is the main and street have, and have some uh and have some ribs. Is the main street in Nashville, I don't know the name of it, forgive me. You, Eric, if you know, or the main street where all the bars are, and Broadway? Broadway, Broadway. Okay. Yeah. Is Broadway equal to, because I've been there, but I have not been on Beale Street. Beale Street. I, I have I'm, not, I'm, been I'm not, not been on Beale Street. I, I've been to Memphis, but I've been there for working broadcast of games, so I did, my path didn't take me you know, down Beale Street and Graceland and that, and that thing, so I haven't been. 
or, or, or Lorraine Motel, for that matter. I would oh, gotcha. Two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if y'all don't know about that hotel, Google it. Learn some. Yeah. I got some info. I, and, and, and I do have some information this morning, some things I didn't even know about that happened on this day. So all of that is coming up. All of that is coming up. But listen, um, I wanted to ask you a couple things about um, – I just slipped my mind. See, this is this know. is what it's happens when you get that old. Good. That's where you put hey, note, you know, it's just, have notepads it just, to write stuff down. <laughs> I do, but I got so much stuff written down here. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you, and and two things. One, remind me about Robbie Grossman. Braves got him. Right. I've been watching this dude, so I can tell you about some Robbie Grossman. Okay. I, in fact, are you a fan of the movie Fargo? Yeah. Okay. When when I first started watching him, I couldn't help it. All I could think about, um. Was the guy the character <laughs> in that movie, and his name was Stan Grossman, and he was the guy that William H Macy thought yeah. anything that needed backup. You oh, you go ahead ask Stan Grossman; he'll tell you. <laughs> and so every time I see Robbie Grossman, I call him Stan. But this dude is a ball player. He is a flat out ball player. I'm not saying he's a great player, but he is the definition of a ball player. That was one of the things I wanted to mention to you. Is but. When you heard the news this past week, not that the, the lawsuit between millionaires are going on, but, and, you know, the this players on the live tour of wow. suing the PGA. That's not that. It's we live in a world where when we grew up, we heard a number like they would say GM's profits in this year were $700 million. I remember that during our, the time of us growing up. Yeah. And that Tiger turned that down this past week. Yep. Somewhere between $700 and $800 million mm-hmm. he turned down, if you want to believe the report. Now, my father's still with us. And he, he's down there, and he's in, you know, in his own world down there, but he's taken care of. And I think of the things that have happened when I hear stuff like this during his time on this planet. And just things he would never think that that would be part of a conversation that an individual <laughs> turned down yeah. first be offered it yeah and then turn it down and I was curious I was thinking of you I was like that was it just a head shake for you when you heard that or you were you not taken aback because we are numb to a lot of numbers yeah we are we are and when somebody like that you say well okay he don't need it you know regardless of whatever it is that that's just what he says and that's this whole debate is coming to, to our town very soon too. When we have the uh, the tour championship out at East Lake, uh, that that's going to come along with it, and so hmm. it's yeah. yeah we are you know we 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 we're going to get our dose of this in in, in the coming weeks, um, but yeah they're doing that and with the suit being filed for them to be able to still play PGA Tour events if they you know, well like, the majors are different well yeah they're trying to get no they, they're trying they're trying to, to get back on tour or right, pick and right. choose where they, they go right but the majors are they oh, the, seem the, like the have majors they, they're going to be in, yeah. they're going to be in, in on the on the majors they get they get those and then I think this week people watching Augusta National says nobody's going to push Augusta National oh wait they, they're doing some Tiger proofing over there too <laughs> but they don't call it Tiger proofing no more do they uh they no, wouldn't, but no. but they're they're doing some uh, in, enhancements and adjustments. They don't once once they do that, they don't seem to do that again to that point for that same person. It's like you don't well, hear we, anybody. We, we won't call we we don't call it that now. No, we, we don't because you got so many more guys that can that have the exactly. same business that Tiger had. So they're kind of making it for just the guys that he inspired who are now out there on the tour and, and can crush it. So yeah, they're doing some they're doing some reconfiguring. Somebody had a somebody got up in the sky and shot down it. Some stuff they're doing over there. You know that you're something special when the sport changes things just because of you. Last yeah. time that happened was Kareem. 
Yeah. Excuse me, Lou Alcindor. Yeah, how about that? How about <laughs> was Lou, that? Was Lou okay. Alcindor in college basketball. Um, again, a, a big show with a lot of things going on here, because that was one of the things I was going to ask you. We're not going to dip our toe into the hole of Sean Watson or Stephen Ross in the NFL. Maybe Russell will say something when he comes on, but there's no point in us going down that rabbit hole. But I did want to ask you about your boy, Lewis Hamilton. Speaking of football, we sit here, we come in here in the mornings, and when, when the F1 is racing around the world – it's on when we're here, right? And so we watch it. And both of us big fans of Lewis Hamilton, and he is now a part owner of the Denver Broncos. Yeah, how about that? Maybe he'll spend more time in America. Um, <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. He's setting, setting, setting things up for that. And maybe he'll, you know, we talk about the possible crossover, you know, with NASCAR bringing some drivers in from other, for things like the, like the Chicago race. Right. Uh, could we see him come over and want to participate in that? Because that's more like what he's accustomed to doing on a, on a, on a road layout. So um, yeah, but that was interesting to see this weekend. You know, he's got he's got that kind of cachet. You know, he's got that kind of cachet. Uh, Eric, want to bring Eric in here? Eric Slaughter, our producer, who you will hear at seven forty. Morning. It Eric's during Eric's world. But how's your week, man? Oh man, been a wonderful week. Uh, got kicked off with some high school softball. We'll talk about that in Eric's world. And uh, my goddaughter is turning 16, so we're going to have a little Ooh. celebration for her. Okay. I need some suggestions for Sunday. She wants to come into the city to have Sunday brunch, and I am drawing blank. So if anybody there out used there to be can... A, there used to be a Copeland's. No, it's still a Copeland's. No, no, I mean, no. <laughs> I know there's still but a in the city, I know there's just be one in Buckhead. There's one in Buckhead. No, there's a couple. There's one, one up by yeah Cumberland Mall. Yeah, no, no, her her exact words was coming to the city. Okay, well, you know, out out from Douglas County, I want to come into this. Give me an city. age range. How old? Sweet sixteen. Okay, so she ain't uh, she ain't gonna be into this because I was gonna say there's one of them used to have a jazz band. A jazz trio. Okay. She, she may not be feeling that, so. Guy Pops that. might be feeling that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you the go. person who's paying for the meal might like yeah, it. Yeah, how about that? But the other one. Okay, well. We'll work on that. Hey, we'll get, hey listen, you know what we should get? get we got go. until tomorrow. We got until tomorrow to come up with something. Coco Golf still in town? Now, that would be no. something. You can go no, hang out with man. Coco. You ain't here with Coco, <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe she'll pick up the building. Yeah, go out to Six Flags with her. Go out to Six Flags and then go to This Is It. No, look, she, she uh, uh, Coco. <laughs> What's wrong with you laughing? About? I'm just again. I'm just. I'm having a good morning, man. I'm. I'm full of caffeine. Coco beat Naomi Osaka this week. Oh, say what? They're, yeah, wasn't paying it. Where was that at? Yeah, they're, they're playing out in uh, San Jose, the the the, uh, the WTA tour event out there. Okay. And we all think you know she got that good you know get that good vibe from Atlanta. She was here for a whole week, and she goes out there and she beats and you know people who following the tour that raise some eyebrows because. You know, she's out there more than Naomi is right now. Well, that's what I was going to you know, question. And, and so that's the thing. But she that was one of the players she had always was having trouble getting past. And she beat her. Is and that is that going to be the next one-two duel on the women's side, Sam? I, I don't know if no. it's going to be that. There, there, there's so many right now. Right. But, but but the women's tour is in need of somebody to, ca- to, to that, solidify yeah. that number one spot. You left the word the person out. out. American. Well, well, American okay. as well, but but they don't have anybody American or not to right now who solidified you. Because what's her name? Swat Swatchek. Yeah, but she she's, she's, she got she got exposed, you know, uh, at Wimbledon. Right. So I mean, I look at this as an opportunity because listen, really the number is. the number one player in the world retired at twenty six or twenty five, however so old she was, and got married about a week ago. Yeah, uh, Ash Barty. So she's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that this is a perfect opportunity because it seems like, and and I don't say this. Lightly, because of what she has gone through, meaning Naomi Osaka, 
Is the fire still there? Is the hunger still there? She achieved what she wanted to achieve, and she went through Serena to do it, right? So she's been to the mountaintop, and then when she got to the mountaintop, she wasn't comfortable there with, with everything that came at her. Once again, it makes you appreciate Venus and Serena. Absolutely. I mean, the longevity, the sustainability. You, how you, but how do you get up there and still keep that edge? Yeah. Still keep that, you know, you got you got you know checks to make the bank bounce, but you but you got that hunger like you're broke. How, how, yeah. how you know how, how you do that, right? Yeah. And so yeah, it makes you appreciate that. Uh, just getting started on this Saturday morning. We can't thank you enough for making us a part of your weekend morning. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 thegamecom Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game.com. There it is. Three run homer. We're watching the replay of the Braves game from last night. And we play that because the Braves are enjoying their time up in New York. Getting the win last night. Hell, you know, you just kind of bit your fingers a little bit there, or fingertips, that everything they got in that first inning was going to be sustainable. And it was. Yeah. Met showed up for a little bit there toward the end, but they get the win. End the two-game losing streak, and, you know, we got ourselves a series. And today is an Ernie Banks day up in New York. It's, it's everybody get ready to play two. Going to play so. two of them. It's going to be great to see you. We have uh, showing up for the Braves. Jake Adrizzi going to have his first start uh, just coming over to the team, making his Atlanta debut. And then Max Freed. It'll be Max against Max, um, you know, in, in, in the second game of this doubleheader. So it should be a – It'll be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, a lot of Braves baseball, Braves and Mets fighting for the top spot in the East. And uh, it's like shades of October. And I was so I was enjoying Alicia Keys so much, I forgot to cue uh, Eric. And, well, we were talking about the home run. If you didn't hear it, yeah. this is what it sounded like. Swing, fly ball, well hit right. Marte going back, corner, long gone! Three-run homer, Rosario! Thank you, Bally Sports. For that one, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Listen, like we were talking about with some of the other players, they're getting hot, Austin Riley, obviously. And by the way, there's a dude who doesn't have to worry about much anymore as no, far no. as taking care of How about himself, that? Yep. his family. And anybody else. <laughs> he got generational money, and, and, and I like to say I had a little bit of something to do with that. I get to puff my chest out not that often. You, well, you 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 tooted the horn on this dude. I really did from the and very beginning. Huh? I saw that he could be. I, I mean, I don't know what he will end up being, but I just saw him as a person that was going to be dangerous in this lineup if he just took care of a couple things. I'm talking about a couple years ago. I'm talking about oh yeah, you know, this recently. Um, I don't, and listen, you see it once in a while. Every once in a while, what do they say about a squirrel and getting you know yeah <laughs> find one? That's what I did, and couldn't be happier for him. And um, this happened again after we got off the air last week. $10 million contract extension, 212 mil. So we don't have to have a telethon for him. Uh, no. Okay. Congratulations. Thing. But the way the way he's going about his business this season and the way he's, he's uh, doing things, and defensively, too. That's the other thing, too. We're talking it's about great. Plate, but he's playing yes. some great glove, man. Some fantastic glove. 
uh, being played at third base by Austin Riley. He is truly doing it all. Like I said, I would love to have seen him in the home run derby. I just think he he, he would have been the guy. He'd rather have this chip. He'd rather he got a chip before that, and he might get two this year. One from the team possibly, but he's in that conversation MVP. Braves win at nine to six, and also pleasant to see on the field last night was Ronald Acuna Jr.'s bat, uh, kind of getting back in line. So it was good to see that that happen. Um, and, and you know, he goes what uh, four for five. That, that was that was fantastic to see him see him get that. So Eddie Rosario is starting to look like the guy we saw in postseason last year. Yeah, he is. Which is which is everything we dreamed for. All right. Again, you hope it lasts through August into September into October. But he's that presence in the lineup that you have to pay attention to, just like Acuna and just like all the other guys. We've got another person you got to be worried for. Trade data line came and went. So your thoughts on what happened, didn't happen? Are you cool with how the Braves dealt with it? They got some pieces that they that, that you need. You right. you wonder if you need someone at outfielder with Duvall being down. You, you, you made sure about that and some pitching, some starting pitching and some relief pitching. You let Will Smith go. You know, you got the, you know, Smith and Chavez, a couple of guys that we, we're used to, a couple of guys who've been a part of the success. But in order to take next steps, yeah, that's part it. of what you have to do, right? And, and yeah, and you and, and you brought this up repeatedly when we've talked about we going after this person or that person. Well, who are you gonna give up? Yeah, who are you gonna give up? There's nobody that we have not used that has been a part of an integral part of the success of this team. So yeah, that's always tough. But, you know, it's got to be done. I'm telling you this Robbie Grossman thing. Yeah. Because you know where he came from, so you know I've been watching him. <laughs> right. I couldn't help it. It was in front of me. It was in my living room on a regular basis. He came from the Tigers. And, like I said, this dude, from the time I've been watching him, and I'm not everybody else on that Tigers team, including Cabrera, obviously who was on the back nine of his career, and says he's going to come back one more year. Yeah, it's a, what did I say that? Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> but you know what I mean. He, when he saw what they did and got rid of, you know, some of them folks already in there, he's like, okay, well, I got a little tweak here, so I'm going to play sporadically for the rest of the season. He's not shutting it down, but he's letting you know that he'll be available, maybe not as often as he is now. He's basically just DHing anyway, right? But. Robbie Grossman is, and this was my sport, and you could not get a higher compliment when you played baseball than for somebody who was established, who saw you play, and said, you're a ball player. Yep. That's it. As simple yep. as that. Yep. A good ball player, great ball you're a ball player. That's what Robbie Grossman is. He knows how to work a count. He, he, I mean, he has all the five tools, but they aren't, you know, he's not, he's not in the top ten of them. <laughs> You know, yeah. but he's a guy who can do pretty much anything. Switch hitter, um, and I thought this was a great move because when the if hopefully it won't happen, but if somebody goes down on this team outfielder, you got a guy you can plug in who you will feel confident. Yep, plug him in with confidence, and and so that's what I know about Robbie Grossman. We started off talking about Eddie Rosario here, Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game dot com. And the big night he had um, three run homer. Um, what was it, four for five or or was that a, it was Acuna, but he had four home four RBIs yep, drove RBI. in, mm-hmm. so he had a big night. We acknowledge it, but here's his manager talking about Eddie Rosario's big night. And now it's great, you know. Just I think as he gets more bats and gets in there, I mean we've seen what he's capable of, and I think he just needed 
you know, the, the at-bats to get himself going. And, and um, so that's, that's big. Thank you again, Bally Sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> got to thank them all the time here. So as we sit here, you got game one starting at 110 today. Uh, now, is this a full-blown doubleheader, or are they going to do one of those split where the folks who go to the first game got to leave? They don't get to stay. You're not sure? Well, we'll f- I'm not sure. Eric, jump in here yes, real quick. The, the first game is a makeup game, so they do not oh, get right, to okay. get both. Um, but I do believe they are going to do just the seven innings. That's the new rule Major League Baseball. Have you ever follows. been to a doubleheader? I mean, a Major League doubleheader? I have. I ask because when Sam and I were kids, they happened all the time. Yeah. Right? Just like they're happening now, but now for a different reason. And then for a while, you just you didn't see too many doubleheaders. No. I'm assuming that has something to do with TV contracts. What do you think? You know, well, I don't care that? the reason why. I'm just saying yeah. people haven't – there's a lot of people that I just interact with who have said, I, I never been to a doubleheader. Yeah. You know, haven't been around when this team played them. They're not that often. I'm not talking about a rain delay or something, right. you know, that, like the, today. The, the, I've been to three or four in my time, but they've all been – Baltimore? More, Nope, two in Atlanta, two in Baltimore. Okay, but they've all been. Yep, we're making up a game that was rained out plus our regularly scheduled game. I've never been to it where when the schedule was printed in February, yeah, yeah, a doubleheader was on the schedule. I've never seen that. Yeah, but I like I said, I'm assume that you know once TV schedules got into it because you can schedule a doubleheader when you ain't got number radio coverage because you're not missing out on any money. But once you got a situation where all your games are broadcast on your regional network. You're gonna play one game a night, right? Doesn't that make sense? I got. I mean, listen, I'm not arguing with it. I'm just saying well, it's just I, one of those I, things. I, I that think have, I think it got more to do with the CBA, but but that's that's a whole nother. That, thing. Yeah, he's right. That's, okay. that's 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 what's doing that. You know, players' union come in. Or, hey, we are gonna cut this out. You know, you know, to me, that's where that comes from. Gotcha. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I defer to you guys. On well, that well, one, you know, but I mean, that could be some part of it as well. But I mean, I think I think when you think of most of your regional channels, they're looking for content anyway. Right. So, I, I, you know, they're going to be on for two. They're, they're on to play three. I mean, I mean, going back to the days of Ted Turner, all he would do was rewind the Braves and play it all over again. Yeah, he would. There. Yeah. Anyway, it was just <laughs> more content. Played at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah and, I remember and, that. And he'd be, he'd be selling stuff like Slim Whitman albums and whatnot on there. Late night, overnight and Donna spots. Donna and the Wolfman. He's Donna and the Wolfman. Motown Gold. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. You know, they have all those all, all overnight commercial spots he'd have when he, when he played the second time, so. You know. Speaking of baseball, dive into the history and culture of baseball's unwritten rule book with Unwritten, new podcast hosted by Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. And you can download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. Marked it down. Got the first one in there. Um, <coughs> back continues with, the back continues to go for Dansby Swanson, the big game last night. Uh, William Contreras continues to do what he does. I mean, just just, just stays. What hot we're watching him do. This dude is growing something? into. He's going to be the next, if not already, the call that Braves are going to be fielding for trying to get to. I don't. I don't have in front of me, Eric. Maybe you can find out what how long his contract goes. Is it happened at the end of this season? Okay. He's a free agent. I, I, while I looked that up for you, got two words for you, and I want you guys to respond to it. Go ahead, Ian Anderson. Okay. Okay. Um, you're talking about the pitcher, not the singer, right? I didn't know there was a single. Yeah, I'm talking about the Braves. <laughs> uh, yes. What know, about him? I mean, like, last night he, he got some run support, and, yeah, and, he he, did. and people have talked about and people have talked about during the course of the season when he's pitched, the Braves haven't scored a lot of runs. Not the case last night. Okay, well, yeah. I, I thought you'd go a different direction. He gets eight runs of run support, and then he can't get out of the fourth inning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but the, what I'm you saying. know, 
The other team has something to do with it. It's not like we were throwing – well, I don't want to diminish what he can do, but the Mets are pretty good. Just like the Braves came back that first but, but game. But still, if, 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 if you get that much run support and you're not even in the decision – you can't even get to the point. You got to go five innings to get credit for a win. Well, you got to get other guys some credit too. That's a pretty. That, tough that's what I'm trying on. to say, man. You, it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, he let know. him back in the game. Was, he let him he, back in the game. Yes. Okay. Why did Snicker leave him in then? He didn't. Snicker pulled no, I mean, him. I mean, why, to to accumulate these guys getting back in the game. Well, it happened real fast. It happened real fast. Like I said, but if you're the Ian Anderson that we saw in the playoffs, or the Ian Anderson we saw even early this year, I give you an eight run lead. I'm penciling you in for seven, eight innings. Well, it was the Ian Anderson we saw start the last yeah. time he pitched. He well, looked, exactly. He, he, well, that, that one looked pretty good. Right, but can I see him twice? Can I see him for two straight outings? That's that's been the yeah, thing. That's a fan right there. That's, yeah. that's a fan. He, he, wants, he just wants. He, he wants. He's won everything. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He, he understanding yeah. how these guys do this. He's just a fan right there. And yeah. then, listen, we understand that. <laughs> understand it. But it and, ain't there like a lot of, and, and a lot of people feeling the way he's feeling. He ain't, they ain't playing the bad news bears. No, they're playing. They're playing a team that's leading the division. They're looking up at presently. I get what you're saying, but sometimes what happened during the World Series, this Braves team, last World Series, when they jumped out and got four runs in the first inning against Houston, got an L. Sometimes getting all those runs early, I'm not saying they got complacent, but it happens. It just just happens. And so I feel what you're saying, but – Listen, you're not going to not have confidence in Ian Anderson going forward. If he can't give me five innings, five innings, not even I'm not I'm not Damn not a quality star. Are you quality saying that he doesn't deserve to be a starter. He's in this situation. Work, what's the guy you said you just brought in a starting pitcher? You know, he they'd bring it in competition for him. If you can't, get, I don't I don't need a quality start. A quality start six innings with less than three, but get me through five. Get me. Don't make me have to go tax my bullpen when I got an eight run lead. I should not have to tax my bullpen when I got an eight run. Boy, you sound that man. That's not so much Billy uh, Bobby Cox. That's Billy Martin right there, ain't it though? Oh man, come out here and get you, Ron Gidry. But he's he's talking about the person we're going to see in the first game, Jake Odorizzi, who's come over uh, from from Houston and and see what he does. And I think if he goes out and pitches well, this conversation is just going to ramp up what what a lot of people are thinking as far as Ian Anderson. If you got a guy who's going to come and join this team. Ain't going to be reliable and be consistent because, after all, consistency is what you're looking for here as you head into head to, uh, to September. All right. Are you ready? Hit this to your point. Now we're working on it. You know, he just got into some bad counts and the command wasn't great. He ate up a lot of pitches in a short period of time is the biggest thing. Um, so, you know what, we're going to keep working and, you know, getting ready for the next one. There you go. Thank you, Bally Sports, again. That's his manager talking about Ian Anderson. And, and again, that's kind of, you know, that kind of echoes what Leo Mazzoni said uh, last week when he was inducted into the Braves Hall of Fame and, and Anderson pitched that night. He came up in the booth and he watched him for a while. Right. He says, Let the guy pitch. Let the guy go out and pitch. You know, you know what he can do. It'll give him a chance to work work his way around some uh, some rough edges, smooth things out. And you know what? You, you the thing you want to see it now. But just like you say, you want to see it in September. Exactly. You, you want to see it then. So, Wait, I mean, are we worried about Freed now? Because we had some problems with him earlier in the year. He, was, he wasn't he was Freed earlier in the year. Yeah, no, we were Freed. All, freed all He's fine good. now, right? You know? So you work through these things. Everything is a situation. But, again, you, uh, Eric, you are like millions of other fans of this team, and we understand. He ain't mad at you. But <laughs> it happens, right? I mean, I, what are you going to do, as Tony Soprano says? What are you going to do? Um, we lost some. Icons this past week. 
Sam and I are the first opportunities to give our thoughts on Vin, Bill Russell, and um, we'll go from there. But we also have a poll question. We're trying to trying to formulate right now. I'll tell you about it next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Thank you guys for making us a part of your weekend. Um, I ask our producer, Eric Slaughter, do you know this song that you're hearing? Know the band. Okay, well, just so you know, the guy who's singing this song, his name is Ian Anderson. <laughs> the only Jethro I know is from the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, well, that's the name of the band. This is Ian Anderson. He's the lead singer from that band. Oh, you didn't know that. No, sir. Locomotive Thank you for breath. That's what I'm here for. Insignificant information to bring you up on things. Sam and Greg here on this Saturday morning, the sixth day of uh, June. Coming up later on in the seven o'clock hour, we're going to talk to Russell Baxter, but a special guest at the top of the hour. Uh, we're going to hear from Franklin Stevens, head coach at uh, McEachern, getting ready for the Corky Kell Classic. We're going to talk Corky Kell with him and, you know, just. Find out how he enjoys hearing a shout-out from me for the last eight years. Of course, he wasn't there. That was Hockman was there before. Yeah. Not before him. Wasn't there a coach no, between them? No. It was he a, came a, after? Came right after Hockman. And okay. uh, we asked him out uh, how, how he's getting his team ready to play a game at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to take sleeping bags down there. They're going to take sleeping bags down to Mercedes-Benz and spend the night Friday night. So hey, listen, there, there's there's room for it. Hey, if it's good enough for Kanye, it's good how, enough for McEachin. You know what I mean? How about that? We're going to ask him if they want to. We're going to be in the car. All that money McEachin got, they can get a hotel down there. And, 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 I don't uh, need one. They stay in the Kanye suite. Mercedes-Benz, that's where he stayed. <laughs> that was a Kanye broom closet. <laughs> hey, right down there in the Kanye suite. It was good enough for him. It was good enough for them. How about that? Uh, again, we are uh, <laughs> oh. this this Saturday. I, Sam and I seem like we're full of full of uh, caffeine. We're having a good time so far this morning. I got to do a quick shout-out. Uh, I was at a wedding. I told you yesterday. Yes. My um, nephew on, on Tracy's side, Colin Sabula, mm-hmm. got married. Wow. Uh, beautiful wife, Sarah, up at a, a ceremony in Dallas, Georgia. Okay. But here's all you need to know about Colin. Colin, when he was growing up, looked just like Brett Favre. When Brett Favre in the Super Bowl threw that touchdown to uh, Sterling Sharp yeah. and took his helmet off and ran to the sidelines, that's what Colin looked just like. I couldn't stop staring at it when I see this kid when he was coming. When he was coming up, I go, dude, you, and he had no idea who Brett Favre was. Okay. But he looked just like him. But he is a massive hockey fan. Wow. We love our buddy Sean Belizean. Right? Yes, yes, um, yes. And he's, yes. A, he's a goalie. Okay. So he it is takes sought a, after. It takes a certain type of person to do that. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So Not just anybody. Congratulations to Colin and, uh, and Sarah. Well, um, as is the case – in life, you know, the we can, and we did this a lot during the pandemic, but not so much since then, and that's a good thing. But it seemed like during the pandemic and the heights of it, every week we came on here, we were giving away a, uh, uh, talking about a list of people who we lost the previous week. Yeah, and we would do our tributes, you know, some in sports, some other, you know, and other walks of life, but known names. But this past week, we, I, you know, we lost two icons from the world of sports. Yeah. And so throughout the show, we're going to give you little nuggets, little thoughts of ours about 
um, these two. And and again, forgive us. I know we're the last people to 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 talk about this, but you know, we, this is our first opportunity to. Right after we got off the air, not long after we got off the air, the news came down about Bill Russell. When you heard that news, Sam, what was it that popped into your mind first? Um, another person gone from that iconic black and white photo, that iconic meeting meeting of those uh, black professional. Oh yeah, athletes. oh the one I won't sign. Of course, you know we what won't I mean? get it. And and, and um, the, the the fact that he's another member of that uh, group that was around that table that included Muhammad Ali, you Jim, know, Brown. Jim Brown, uh, Kareem Willie, Willie Davis. Um, um, Bobby Mitchell, um, and those guys are you know gone now except for Jim Brown and and, and a very who a very young Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Uh, Lou L. Cinder actually he was in at, at that time, and so that uh, very famous photograph with those uh, men you kind of kind of flexing a little bit, mm-hmm. um, not as much to the degree as we see the pro athletes doing today, but for that time, uh, realizing their platform and their voice. And using it, and very much that's very much Bill Russell and, and what he was able to do throughout his career, life on the court and off. In a related story, it's funny you bring that up, but in a related story, this August 6th, 1965, this was the day that LBJ signed into law the uh, Voting Rights Act. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. this date. Yeah, about so, yeah. yeah, you brought that up. It's like, see, I, I got timing here with all this. Um, I was thinking about, because I never watched them dudes play, and I really had no vested interest in the Celtics and what was going on. And, and quite frankly, there wasn't a lot of televised. You had to want to find out what was going on within I the got, movement. I got sick of them because they were always winning. Okay. My minute, I just got sick of them. And, and then he stopped playing and, and, and coached. Right. And the team kept on winning. The last two years, yeah. You, you know what I mean? And and uh, I was like, I'm sick of these dudes. They just went all the doggone time. But, but I mean, that's – you, know, you talk about greatness, right? It's in greatness and and uh, and achieving and and being able to, you know, step away from just being a player and then be the coach and still command the respect of these of these folks around, you know, around and, to go out and get things accomplished. And he did a tremendous job that I, way too. And I was referring to what he's what he did off the court, you know, and and meeting with those um, the other great athletes of the day and 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 trying to move things forward, if you will, as. He went through some stuff. He went through a whole lot of stuff in in Boston. Think about that. Um, I mean, I was reading stuff about this week about his home being vandalized. Thank and, you. And yes, of that nature. All stuff been stolen. All you know, of that. I stuff. mean, that, that happened the day that guys were. You know what? Call the call the, the Mayflower man. Call away. It would be out of that and get out. Yeah, be gone. Be, you know what I mean? Just be gone. Yeah. Um, but this is what I this is what I want to say. This is what popped into my mind. There was this. I'm going to attribute this to to somebody else because I didn't um, come up with this. But in talking about the Celtics, the Bill Russell Celtics, they were actually talking about the success of Red Auerbach and how he got this, you know, dynasty together. The two dynasties, if you will, if you want to call the Celtics of the 80s a dynasty too, and how that happened. And actually, I think it was a show, and Gumbel was on there. And he's, okay. he's, Brian Gumbel said, and speculating, because he couldn't obviously ask um, Red this, he said maybe one of the reasons why Red and the Celtics had success is because Red went after black players when it wasn't so attractive to do so in the 50s and 60s. And then in the 80s, he went after white players when it wasn't so attractive to go after them. And maybe that's where – I mean, again, he was speculating. Yeah. But we look at those teams 
and it was, you know, you look at the Russell teams, a lot more black folks than the other ones. Yeah. And then you look at the 80s. 80s I mean, what was the 80s? We, we, we the other way. And, and, you know, you had Cornbread Maxwell on that team and Dennis Johnson and all those guys, but yet it was Larry Bird who was the leader. Oh, yeah. And then, you know. And, and McHale. McHale and, yeah. and, and, and uh, what's it, Danny uh, Ainge, yeah. all them boys. Right, so, right. yeah. But that was, that's what ran through my mind, and it was more tied to the success. And, you know, you can feel the way you do or what you want to feel and, and what you know about Red Auerbeck, but the dude was a businessman. Yeah. And he knew where his bread was buttered. And he let this guy – I mean, he. there's the famous story about Russell being, you know, beat up in the paint. Chamberlain and Wes Unsel and all them dudes, they're just beating him up. And because Russell would never throw a forearm. He'd never come down with a rebound and, and whip that forearm around. Right, and so as the story goes, Red Auerbeck told Bill Russell, you know, early on, throw an elbow, and do it on a national televised game, and nobody will mess with you again. <laughs> that was the advice, and he said it never happened again. The battles with him and Chamberlain—that's something different, you know. Wilt always won the stats. Yeah, Russell won the game. Well, because his thing because he had the defense to go along with what he did as well, and as a shot blocker. He wasn't one of those slap shot blockers. He's a guy that uh, what made people really appreciate a guy like Tim Duncan. He, he blocked the shot in the way that he controlled the ball. You know, he blocked the shot and the ball came down. He controlled it, outlet pass, instead of slapping it out of bounds. And so Tim Duncan did that naturally, uh, much in the way that, that, that Bill Russell did when he was a shot type of shot blocker he was. And the other person this past week lost is Vince Scully, obviously, and you've, you've heard the tributes there, too. And, and so throughout the show, we've got – Sam and I have accumulated a couple pieces of sound. Maybe you heard some of it this past week. Maybe you haven't. But the essence of Vin Scully and, and what made him magical behind the microphone was the way he painted the picture with words. And I absolutely believe the success of Vin Scully came from Red Barber and where he started. When Vin Scully got the job with, with the Dodgers back in the day when they were in Brooklyn, and Red Barber, was he was the Vin Scully then. Yeah, but those guys did it on radio, and when you start on radio, calling any sport, you got to paint a picture, and so it was part of his hard drive to do that then. And he he gradually came into television when the Dodgers moved out west, and television kind of took over baseball, and he still had that way of using radio and painting the picture, which is what everybody has talked about, right? That's all they've talked about. His 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 uncanny way of of, of marrying. The spoken word with the picture. Timing. And no script. Yep. Just all off the top of his head. Yep. So we're going to leave you. We're going to go to break here in a minute. And I want to leave you with the first of a couple sound pieces in, uh, from Vin. And we're going to give you one from Bill Russell, too. But this is one um, that I found funny. And everybody, you know, it's just it just makes you smile. Are you familiar with the Madison Baumgartner story, story that Vin told? No. Are you, Eric? I would like you, as we go to, we're going to break, right? As we go to break, enjoy a little Vince Scully. I mean, this is quintessential. And, and the best part about this is, doesn't miss a beat from the game, right? So here you go. Enjoy a little Vince Scully. May he rest in peace with a great story. You know, Bumgarner tells a story which, in a sense, reminds you of what it takes to be a big league ball player. It's two years ago in spring training. And he and his wife were roping cattle, which is what they do. One one pitch. 
Sinker low, ball two, two and one. And they were startled by a large snake. And Madison thought it was a rattlesnake, so he grabbed an axe and he hacked the snake to pieces. But there's something more to the story. Two one pitch. Low, ball three, three and one. When his wife Allie and an expert field dresser examined what was left of the snake, she found two baby jackrabbits inside pieces of the snake and extracted them. 3 1 pitch to Turner, way inside, ball four. And after she extracted them a short while later, the Bumgarners noticed that one of the rabbits had moved slightly. It was alive. Well, his wife brought the rabbit back to their apartment for the next few days. They kept it warm, bottle nursed it, and the rabbit soon was healthy enough that they released it into the wild. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 